Welcome to another episode of Tell Me About Your Damn Book. I'm your host, Stephen Lomer, and my guest this week is an award-winning author, a hot sauce entrepreneur, and a stainless guy. Ladies and gentlemen, please make him feel welcome, Mr. Rob Watts. Rob, thank you so much for being here. Thank you I for really appreciate me. it. It's going to be a Thanks lot of so fun. I think so. You are an award-winning writer of suspenseful thrillers. You earned two college degrees in the 1990s, uh, culinary arts and hotel and restaurant management. Mm -hmm. And after a few career twists and turns, you became co-owner of the high-end stainless steel design and fabrication company, The Stainless Guys, whose work has been seen and praised in various publications such as New England Home Magazine and Design New England. Uh, after freelancing for many years as a music reviewer, in 2011 you released Holdu Folk. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Yes. Okay. A suspenseful tale inspired by your time spent in Iceland, learning the language and studying folklore. Your novel, The Crooked Roads Through Cedar Grove, was released in 2015. Your 2016 dark romance thriller, Americana, received an award from the 60th Annual New England Book Show in recognition of excellence in graphic arts. 2016 also saw the launch of your hot sauce, hot sauce line, Watt Sauce. In September 2017, your first collection of short fiction, Charms, was released. Some of your interests include traveling, skiing, cooking, reading, music, architecture, Scandinavian design, Icelandic folklore, and of course, Boston's local culture and professional sports teams. You currently reside in Boston and frequent Cape Cod and Mountain Lakes, New Jersey. Yes. Okay. So there's a lot to unpack there. But before we do, let's talk a little bit about what's not in the bio. So uh, I'm guessing by the uh, student ID from Don Bosco High School that you are a Boston guy. Yes. Okay. I am. Born and raised in Boston? Yes. Uh, family all from Boston? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Any brothers and sisters? I have one sister. Okay. She and a younger sister. Okay. Is she an author? No. Okay. Any any other authors in the family? No. I don't no. No. Interesting. Me, yeah. Interesting. Why do you why do you think there's one author in the entire family? What's what inspired you to become an author when there were no other authors within the family to drive drive you in that direction? because uh, they were smart. They you know they <laughs> they, they took a, a more uh, a more sane path, I guess. So, okay. Um, I actually, I don't know. I, I think um, I've just always been creative uh, from an early age. Um, as far as writing goes, I mean, I've always been a reader, fan of books, various. You know, I, I always loved reading biographies, and um, you know, I just enjoyed reading and, and letting my imagination kind of run wild so uh, a certain point in my early adult life I just decided you know what I want to take a crack at it and just you know see where it goes. What's my the story with Iceland? Please tell me the story that, <laughs> that took you to Iceland. Um, I, I started visiting Iceland back in the early 2000s and I mean the first time I visited out there it was just kind of on a whim like yeah just let's check it out you know and so I did I fell in love with it over there I mean it's just such a beautiful country you know people are great the culture is awesome and 
um, you know, and just like from a you know a landscape perspective and everything. I mean, it's just very inspiring. I guess just in a different different way than it is here. I mean, it's just so desolate, and but it's beautiful. It's you know the weather is. In a way, it resembles New England weather. It's like, you know, the sun will be out and five minutes later it'll be snowing and then, you know, dark cloud rolls over and then it's sunny again, whatever. Um, but I just, I really enjoy being there. It's just like kind of a calming environment out there. Um, and then at a, at a certain point when I was out there, I was kind of introduced to their folklore and specifically their... Um, their legends of trolls and gnomes and hidden people and everything like that and it wasn't so much the the folklore that I was hearing about but it was the fact that almost half of the country believed it like it uh, it, it depends on who you're speaking to but you know generally they say you know they um, survey people out there they say you know do you believe in hidden people or hold the folk people that will do evil things to you if you cross them and almost half the country says oh yeah we, we believe in it now whether that means they really believe it or they just figure well it doesn't hurt to say we believe it just to stay out of trouble you know <laughs> we don't want to get into a gym if there really is something bad out there. right right um, but I either way I found it fascinating um, that just you know that just the whole topic of you know, when you're discussing that with people, it's like, you know, hey, do you believe it? You know, these people like living under rocks out there and elves and whatever. And, you know, some of them just kind of give you the eye roll. But then there's a few people here and there will say, oh, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, we don't mess around with that. And I'm like, fascinating. That's, that's something I really want to dig into further. And uh, so it's just, it's kind of been, you know, a fascination with me at that point, from, from that point on. Um, so I just I, I love the the local folklore out there about all of that. It's just it's kind of uh, you know some might call it dark and twisted. Mm -hmm. You know I, I just find it very fascinating. Yeah. Some might call you dark and twisted. They might. So, yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. So there's that living under a rock. With sure. Them, you know, yeah. There's just, that just, too. Just, yeah. You know. Yeah. There's there's a lot there. There's 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 yeah. uh, <laughs> there's a lot to unpack. Clearly, um, most. Writers struggle to find time to write. Mm. You have Watsos, you have the Stainless Guys, but how do you find the time to write with all of these other endeavors that you have going on? Even if I know I only have 45 minutes at night to devote to starting the next writing project, you know, that's what it is. It's like the 45 minutes is mine, and, and so on and on and on. You know, it just kind of stay focused, scheduled, very deliberate in what you're trying to accomplish. Otherwise, it'll never happen. I mean, it, and, you know, we all have things we would rather be doing, like watching sports and, you know, or going here or there. And, but that's where you have to choose your battles. You right. Know, you have to say, all right, well, you know, are you going to be out doing this, running around doing that, or are you going to stay home, <laughs> ignore everybody, and <laughs> and just work on what you know you need to work on for that, however long you have it. Um, it's all about organization and just, you know, just, you know, being devoted and dedicated to your craft, which, I mean, writing, as you know, it's just, 
it, it, it takes forever. I mean, it's just it's endless. Oh, it takes I mean, forever. Yeah, right. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I, you know, a lot of these people, you know, a lot of writers that I know, they talk about, um, oh, I banged out 10,000 words tonight or, you know, 5,000 words. And I'm like, you know, I, I got down 250 words and I'm happy with that right. because I know that, like, I'm, I'm you know, it's the best that it's going to be for that night and, and you might write a thousand the next night you might write a sentence the following night after that but you just you have to stick with it and you know just stay very deliberate and focused and, and it gets done eventually right at least for me right that's how everybody works differently but right you know that's how I try to compartmentalize everything you know work obviously the the, the Big paying work comes first. <laughs> the and, work that pays the bills. Yeah, exactly. Sure. And yeah. then, the, then the side jobs, uh -huh. you know, with like hot sauce and, and, and books and everything. You just you, you kind of have to choose your battles, as I said, you know, right. and, and just know what the priorities are, and and you know, just yeah, just stay focused and move forward. Um, we have to talk about the elephant in the room. You and I have done some author fairs together. Mm. We've done some comic cons together. So, um, the women, the women, seem to flock to you at these comic cons, at they, these author fairs. They do. They do. Yes. yes. This has been my observation. Now you're a good-looking guy. I'm a good-looking guy. Absolutely. They do not flock to me the way they flock to you and I feel like there are probably young authors who are watching who want to know the secret to getting women to flock to them at comic cons or author fairs so could you speak to that could you speak to what is your mojo hmm. have you noticed this um, have you not have you not noticed this no I have no idea everyone else has about. noticed this everybody everybody has noticed Wow that the uh, women come to you. The men do too, but it's it's there's, there's it's it's the the women. This is what I'm this is the elephant in the room. Um hmm. I don't know. I, I mean I, I keep a good supply of candy, um, you know. Candy. Um, yeah, okay. Um, All right. Now we're getting no, somewhere. I, I, actually, I don't. <laughs> That's right. I'm That's right. We're not candy. supposed to. Right, That's exactly. right. That's right. We're not. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a good, good, good question. Well, if this happens again in the future, could you point it out to me? Yes. You know, okay, yes. Please. I would um, be happy to. Yes. Yeah. All right. Um, so you you really never noticed that. Yeah. No. <laughs> All right. Alright, it's something I've noticed. Um, I'm glad someone does. So. <laughs> well, now now it's something for you to watch for. If I don't, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm pay attention to what's going on at these events more often. Uh, speaking of these, these types of events, um, what's the craziest thing that's ever happened to you at an author signing or a con? One of the very first... Um, author events I had done, which was a Comic-Con based event, um, they had the table, our table was set up next to a belly dancer, snake, a snake charmer belly dancer. Wow. So every half hour, like this, she hit this um, music or whatever uh, on, a, on a boom box and it would be blaring this just... <laughs> ridiculous music like this carnival type music uh-huh 
and she would do this belly dancing thing and then there'd be like a snake like a cobra or whatever coming out of a basket and I'm like what the hell does this have to do with really anything I mean, it's a comic con but I mean so you know and you'd be standing there someone you know oh wow actually somebody's at the table to talk to you about your book and everything and then oh wait no the belly dancer has to do a thing you know listen to that music um so i mean that's that's probably the one thing that just just screams at you know it, it, out of my mind right now when i when i think of that um um but gee let me think um because it's, it's always just ridiculous things that happen mm -hmm. at these things but the, i don't know if it was it wasn't anything that really happened, but it was something that somebody said to us one time. We were um, at the booth, me and a few other authors, and it was a horror theme um, group. So this husband and wife came over, and they were talking to us, and they noticed, oh, you write horror books. Oh, okay, whatever. And, um, and, you know, we, we were polite to them, and we talked to them, and then off they went. And at the end of the event, I don't know if it was like that night or the following day or whatever, but it was when everybody was breaking down. And so we're walking out of the convention hall with our stuff, and there's the husband and wife. They're, I, I think they were organizers or some, they had something to do with the event. And they're sitting there, and they're saying goodbye to everybody walking out. And as we passed them, they said, oh, have a nice night. Drive safely, even if you don't believe in God. <laughs> and I'm like, what did you just say? I'm like, all right. I'm like, that's how they, that's how this is gonna go. Okay. So, um, so that 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 always sticks in my mind too. I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah. And that I, one qualifies. Yeah. I, I would I would say that one yeah. definitely qualifies. So. <laughs> I'm like, sorry to offend you. I'm just trying to sell books. <laughs> really, it's, it's, right. Oh, man, that's great. Yeah. That's great. So you, you run into, yeah, some uh, <laughs> churchgoers, you know, here and there. And uh -huh. they kind of don't look too fondly upon the, the writing, you know, the subject of your writing. Sure. And it's like, you know, hey, it's whatever. <laughs> There's far worse going on in this convention center, believe me. I'm, I'm yes. sure of it. Yeah. Yes. Besides Check out us. the belly dancer next door. Yeah. yeah. You know, or mm -hmm. like the, the body paint, you know, uh, you know, the, the piercers. Yes. We were, we were sat at a, at a different event across from, um, oh, what's that character's name from, um, Avatar. Um, there was a girl and just nude with body paint just uh -huh. covered and yep. she was there just waving to kids and everything and I'm like wow that's that's happening right now I mean, it, it only took about six hours for the organizers to say you need to put something on I'm sure like, really yeah. only six hours yeah okay. well you know. but so yeah I mean you just you just never know at the at these like comic-con events everywhere you turn there's something just crazy but thank God because it's a long day it you is know? a long so day. you need this stuff to kind of yeah break the monotony up a little bit very true yeah yes um, and and still in the vein of, of the comic cons were you the originator of the falafel photo Yes. Okay. Could yeah, you could you tell that, yeah. could you tell the falafel photo story because it's such a great story. The falafel. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's what I call it. We, we were at an outdoor <laughs> event in uh, in Connecticut at um, 
heck is it called? The Middletown Open Air Festival. And so we're at our booth and we're right next to a food truck that was selling falafels or whatever. And there was so many great vendors at this event. It was like 150 vendors. Everybody's selling really cool stuff. But the longest line was at the food truck at all times. And everybody was in line waiting for falafels. So, and nobody was over at a, you know, a book table. So I said, all right, well, I'm bored. I think we all need a little, you know, entertainment. So I grabbed my chair and I put it smack dab in front of the line for the falafels people. <laughs> and one of the people, you know, we were with started taking photos and posted them on Facebook. And, you know, it was a see, we, we, we bring in a big group of people. Yeah, look at all the book fans meeting Rob Watts. And, People were actually commenting, going, "Well, that's amazing! I need to go to you know do events with you guys and everything." And I'm like, "I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm not going to I'm not going to correct anybody, but I'm you know I'm just going to let it you know. If you want to believe that that really happened, you know, go right ahead." So, but you did a falafel photo for me. I did at, and at it, Super Mega Fest. And look at what look how you've grown. And look because, at me now. Yeah, I mean, you've got your own show. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So anybody that needs, you know, just kind of a, a kickstart in their career, just have me do a falafel <laughs> photo. You know, I'm available weekends and, you know, Comic-Cons and yeah. There you go. You heard exactly. it here first, folks. Yeah. Um, you have a robust online presence. You have uh, Rob Watts Online, mm -hmm. uh, wattsauces.com, thestainlessguys.com. You have your Facebook, you have Twitter, you have Instagram. Uh, but to my knowledge, you don't blog. Not, not a lot these days. Why? Why is that? Uh, I feel it's a waste of time. To really? Be honest with you. Okay. I, I, I think blogging and and people will, you know, they'll think, oh, he's he's out of his mind. He's stupid. He's crazy. Whatever. But I, I just find that um, blogging, nobody's really paying attention anymore because I mean, we're, you know, we're in such a fast social media well so much noise out there and and it's unfortunate because I do enjoy blogging because you know I'm you know I appreciate the art of the written word obviously and um, but I, I just find that over the last year or two it's blogging is just kind of dying off and now it's more like YouTube and vlogging and you know because it's now the visual aspect people mm -hmm. You know, and this isn't a knock on anybody. It's just the culture we're in now. It's like easier is better. I guess easier is fun. It's easier to hit a button on YouTube and watch somebody talking about something rather than having to like scroll and read. And um, I just think that's where it's headed now. It's it's more more visual, less reading. Unfortunately, I really don't know what that's going to mean for books. Okay. Well, if it's trending toward video, that certainly makes me happy. I, I would hope so. <laughs> I think it is. I think you're all right. You okay. Know, so. Okay, good. Um, are you an indie pub or a traditional pub? Uh, well, indie now. I, I've gone the traditional route early, early on, but um, I just, I love the whole process of start to finish um, just on my own. I love the whole process. I mean... You know, writing the book, obviously, that takes a lot of time. It's, it's tedious at times. It's stressful. It's taken, I mean, it takes you away from other things in life. And, but, but that's what we do as writers. That's what, you know, we're a certain breed, as you know. <laughs> um, 
but when all that is said and done, I feel like after all of this work, I just want to see it through completely. Like I, I don't. I mean, you could certainly turn it over, you know, shop for agents and this and that, and, and that's all well and good. I have no problem with that. But for me personally, I just like to say, you know, once the manuscript is done, it's like, okay, now I want to be in charge of finding the right editor for it. I want to find the right cover artist. I want this to be the way I want it to be right through the end. Um, it's just a process I love. I, I love the whole just, you know, you know, taking it by the reins completely and seeing it all the way through. I, and, and believe me, traditional publishing is great and it has its place and people do really well at it, but I, I've had this conversation with people that are traditionally published. They, the, the one complaint they hate is the fact that once they finish writing a book, it's like it's out of their hands completely. Sure. You know, they're not 100% happy with the cover art mm -hmm. or how things were edited and, and this and that. And, um, and it's also a long porch. It's a, yeah. You have, I, you have to wait a long time before your book actually gets really out do. there. I mean, up to maybe two years. I yeah. mean, you, you almost forget what you wrote about sure. you know, by the yeah. time it comes out. <laughs> um, and again, that's probably a, a, another discussion for a different time, obviously. <laughs> but, but like I said, I mean, it definitely it has its place and benefits and everything. But I think indie publishing has its benefits as well. Um, it's just it all comes down to personal preference and, and, and the writer and how they want to see their work out there in the world once it's complete. Right. Um, but it, yeah, like I said, yeah, we, we could go on and on with that that right there for hours. But you know, <laughs> so fair enough. Maybe yeah, maybe we'll put the pin in that. Yeah, maybe we'll put the pin in that for now. <laughs> All right, well, as you know, we have a gimmick on the show. We are contractually obligated to live up to it. So, Rob Watts. Tell me about your damn book. Well, since it's in the contract. <laughs> um, so, the, the latest book that I just put out is called Book Signing 101, An Author's Guide. And it's, as the title suggests, it's... Um, it's a lot of advice and, and methods that I think a lot of, especially indie authors, would benefit from. Um, because um, a lot of people don't really know what to do once their book is out, especially if they're self-publishing or if it's you know published by just a short, like a, a small run press, and it's up to the author 100% to go out and market it. Um, so I think book signing. Going, like going out and actually doing physical book signings, getting off of the computer, getting off of Twitter, trying to hawk your book over and over. I think it's very beneficial to the author to get out there and actually meet the reading public and, you know, get acclimated to the process of, you know, knowing how to meet people and, and, and sell direct marketing, you know, with their books and everything. So, and is doing this for the past... Six seven years, like continually with every book I put out, I kind of I, I think I've gained enough perspective and knowledge to you know put something you know credible out for people that'll be very useful. Mm -hmm. And that was my objective. Like I really wanted to just put some very straightforward, useful facts and, and tips and just you know the, the right advice to arm indie authors with to go out there and um, you know how to go out and schedule book signings or how to 
you know, j just the simple stuff of like what you should have with you at all times for book size and, and the best places to do them. Some places might not be the best fit for you depending on what your genre is and what your book is about. Mm -hmm. um, but just stuff like that, I think just um, stuff that is very beneficial um, that indie authors should be armed with when they go out there. And it's it also contains do's and don'ts. What what do you consider the most important do and the most important don't? Uh, do you definitely you want to be professional? Like you you want to show up to these things as if you're you're applying for a job hmm. you have to have that mentality because really you are you're you know you're trying I mean you're applying for a job you're trying to impress the employer you know you're trying to um, you know be as professional as possible or whatever and in essence that's what you're doing with potential book buyers I mean you get strangers coming to your table at all times you know you want to you want to act your age you know it's not it's not it, it they are fun but it can't be all fun and games and goofing around and everything like you, you really are there to sell books you put you've invested god knows how much of your personal life into writing a book and and whatever else you had to do to get it produced and but now here's your moment you're like you're you here's your public and you could potentially sell more copies of your book in person than you would potentially trying to sell it online all day you know hitting sending links out to everybody sure so I mean you definitely you want to you want to kind of you know you, you want to look the part you, you know you're an author now you like you have to be presentable and you have to if you're an introvert you, you Better get over that quickly. <laughs> you, you know, um, get over you, it, people. Yeah, you can't hide behind your tables, stack the books up, and just kind of care out over like you. Um, we don't know anyone who does that. No, no, absolutely not. Yeah, yeah, so, um, so yeah, you you have to um, you really have to get comfortable with with meeting people in public if that's not if that hasn't been your thing up until now. This is a good time now to kind of break out of that cycle and, and kind of be a little bit more social and interactive with people because the objective is, you know, you've got a book that you're trying to sell and, you know, that that's really, you know, out there in the public, that's one of the most effective ways that you can get books into people's hands. I should point out that all these things that I write in the book are all mistakes that I had made at one point or another. Right. So it's it's not like, you know, I'm just pulling stuff out of thin air and saying you should do this. I mean, these are all things that, you know, skill sets that I had to sharpen on my own. And, you know, but now I look back at them and go, okay, th there's a lot of people like me who have never done book signings or, or really know what to do to market themselves. And so let me kind of look back on these little gaps that I've made in mm -hmm. my and fine-tune them for the benefit of the book and for the benefit of the authors that are reading them. And hopefully they gain something from it, and yeah, it serves as a useful tool. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I will also point out a, a great way uh, for authors to uh, get their faces out there and get people to like them is to come on, uh, tell me about your damn book. They should. I'm just saying. I. 
100% agree with you. It's an observation yes. I've just made. Yes. <laughs> I mean, we have a production assistant that gets me water, you know. I Where mean, we are, we are yeah. first class all the way. It, it is. It we, is. We are. And back in the green room, I was just, you know, talking yeah. to your, your lighting assistant. Uh-huh. Yeah. About, yep. uh, yeah, well. Jerry. Yeah. yeah. He's a good guy. Yep. 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 Good. Good. So. Um, so we come to a segment called Questions from the Great Unwashed. And these are questions that have been submitted for you via social media. Yeah. Uh, it's terrifying. Mm. You know how stupid people are. Absolutely. So it's up to you whether or not you want to answer the questions from the Great Unwashed. Okay. What, are I'll, you game? I'll, I'll, um, I'm game. All right. Why not? All right. Tell me to stop at any we, time. We've if... come this far. You know? <laughs> we are this far down the I'll rabbit hit hole. Hit the eject button if uh, it gets a little too dicey. Okay. There you go. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. So, <laughs> cool Smitty wants to know what's the color of success? I told you. I, I, these are questions that people want Let's to be Let's talk asked. about his name first. Okay. It's, it's Cool Smitty. The, the O's are, are uh, zeros. And then the S in Smitty is a five. And the I is a one. Cool Smitty. Cool Smitty okay. wants to know what's the, what's the color of success. You can just he's, pick a color the, and we can move cool on. He's the cool one. He should know, actually. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't, I don't cool. know. I'm not cool. I don't know. <laughs> Let's I, just say it's red. Red, blue, maybe. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, why not? Okay. It's, it's either Cool Smitty, it's either red or blue. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks so much yeah. for the great question. Uh, Doilio would like to know, have you ever based a character on someone you didn't like? That's Ooh. actually not a bad question. Yeah, that is a good question. <laughs> um, I don't know if I have a good answer, though. I, <laughs> I, my, my answer is yes, but it was more um, elements of somebody that I probably didn't care for, and I kind of added those elements into maybe a few different characters. You know, I, I, I added the same kind of characteristic, into, excuse me, into into multiple characters. Okay. So, yeah. All right. But, yeah. So, yeah, I guess the answer is yes. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, Good Sinclair would like to know, what would your pen name be? Hmm. That's, that's another good question. That's two in a row. I'm actually really surprised. Pen name, huh? Yeah. Uh, you have a great name. You have a great author name anyway. Yeah, that is my pen name, actually. I dare not tell you what my real name is. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. It's Wattstein, isn't it? Wattstein. I knew yeah. it. Wattstein. I knew it all along. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, you gotta, yeah. I, I wanted it to be a little bit more nondescript sure. you know, for my writing career. Sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I never ever gave any thought to using a pen name. To be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> Hot Waddy sixteen. Hot Waddy six. It's my cousin, I think. Hot Waddy. It yeah. possibly, it, actually, it, you'll 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 be you'll you'll think so in a moment. If you were arrested with no explanation, what would your friends and family assume you had done? Hmm. Another good question. You you people really came through on this one, I'm, except for that first one. 
Poor cool Smitty. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, cool Um, Smitty. You know what? I'm I'm not that exciting, so they probably would think like I shoplifted a book or something at Barnes and Noble. I mean, I just uh, you know, you know, I I know I'm such a wild and crazy person. You know, what can I say? But um, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Leaving a restaurant without paying. I mean, I yeah. The dine and dash. The dine and dash. Yeah, I'm bringing that back. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Excellent. Um, Excellent. (laughs) Yeah, we'll call it that. Okay. Dine and dash. Yeah. Okay. Retro. All right. Uh, This this I think is actually my my favorite one. Icy clowns 1998 wants to know if you had an author fan club, what would it be called? Um, Do you have an author fan club? I don't yeah, have an author fan club. 500 watts or something like that. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, yeah, there you go. I'm, I'm going to reinstate that fan club, actually. So, yeah. So, that's your answer. Oh, yeah, wow. Anyway, okay. Yeah. I didn't know you would be. So, you have one so ready, but great. Great. Okay. I came prepared. Okay. And, uh, and the last one we have is from Good Time Girl. Don't ask me to spell it because it's it's crazy, um, and I I'm going to add to this question by saying aside from being on this show, mm-hmm. what would you say is the high point of your writing career thus far? Oh boy, aside from being here. Aside from being um, here, yes, which is obvious. Yeah, well that would be number one. Yeah. So yeah, I had to choose a second one. Um, well, I, I won an award last year, so that was that was a high point. Okay. Um, for something I wasn't like aspiring to do it just kind of happened organically I wrote a book um, I designed a very unique book cover for it that it was a vinyl album that plays on a turntable <laughs> and I figured okay I'm just gonna release it in a limited edition you know and sell it out and move on to the next thing and um, a friend of mine said that's like award worthy like you should submit that to some you know award um, people or whatnot and so I did and then again it was just like okay I'll submit it but no nothing's gonna happen off I go with my next project or whatever and then you know months down the line I get this notice saying you've won an award for that book so the ceremony is here you know ceremony whatever yeah nice yeah um, Boston Symphony Hall Wow yeah so it was fun fun night cool all right, final question. Um, I found this online. I thought it was great. Uh, it's 100 years from now. We're all dead and gone, hopefully. Uh, a young person goes into a library, hopefully those are still around, approaches the librarian and says, I'm interested in reading Rob Watts. What does the librarian say about you? Mm. Probably say, uh, could you spell the last name? Uh, <laughs> what would the librarian say about me? Um, he, he was consistent. There you go. He was consistent. <laughs> he was consistent. Yeah. yeah. He, okay. All right. He, he, he put out, yeah, he, he, he was consistent in his work. Okay. Know, so. All right. That's not the worst That's legacy either. to have. Not the worst. It's not the worst, not the best, but it's, <laughs> it's consistent. That's so, right. Yeah. There you go. Great. All right. Well, that's it. That's all the time we have for for this episode of uh, Tell Me About Your Damn Book. Uh, I'd like to thank Rob Watts for joining me today. 
And once again, the book is Book Signing 101, An Author's Guide. Uh, you can get it on Amazon. Yep. You can get it on Amazon. So thank you for being here, and we'll see you next time. Cheers.